0: Welcome to Sisters
1: Who Saga, a sci-fi fantasy recap podcast.
0: I'm MK. And I'm Libby.
1: We're two sisters who love to discuss fantasy and sci-fi stories that transport us to worlds more magical than
0: our own. We've noticed that the female perspective is often missing in the sci-fi and fantasy genres, both in the development process and in the fandom discourse. So we're going to examine both old and new epics through feminist colored glasses, This may lead to thirsting after unsuspecting characters with six packs or throwing shade at sexist tropes that should have long ago been pushed through the moon door. We'll be dissecting all aspects of the films and shows we cover, so be warned, there are spoilers on the road ahead. So we are covering House of the Dragon on HBO, the new Game of Thrones show, correct? We're really excited, it's going to be great. People love it. So far, it seems.
1: We have a guest with us today. Our brother Teddy.
0: Hi.
1: <laughs> would you, would you like to introduce yourself?
2: I'm the middle brother, and uh, I'm a very I'm a big sci-fi fantasy fan. Probably more than these two, actually. But um. Prove it. Uh, I've always loved science fiction and fantasy, and.
1: Yeah. Is Matrix fan is Matrix sci-fi? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So when I was what three?
0: No, you were <laughs> you were older than that.
1: Four? Five. They, they made
2: you watch The Matrix.
1: You, you made did. me watch The Matrix. I
2: can remember Libby making you watch Lord of the Rings. I
1: feel like I feel like every time well, I she didn't make me necessarily. And then you would
2: hide under the covers whenever the orcs and Urukai would come around because you were scared of them
1: really okay because i remember watching lord of the rings for the first time like i was very much like a teen or a middle schooler so i no. must have seen it earlier no. and forgot when you were a kid we made you watch it yeah because i remember watching it you were like dog sitting or something at someone's house in like richfield or egan or something like that hmm. sorry this is, means nothing to people but um and i remember watching lord of the rings for the first time with you and being like like there's this you know like opening see the opening sequence of lord of the rings where is it galadriel she like giving Galadriel, Galadriel? Mm-hmm. is she like kind of giving like an over like a little bit of a history mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I just like remember like very viscerally like yeah. that first mm-hmm. scene where she's like telling the history of things and being like oh my god this is really cool like yeah. these like fairies and stuff are cool <laughs> yeah
2: I mean, yeah watching it is like a it's like my generation star wars basically I was like 13 and blown away
1: mm-hmm.
2: but
1: you know like we're the same generation
0: right and we played the video <laughs> game too
2: yeah, and and Libby, Libby, and I played the the Lord of the Rings. Uh, the, it was the third, it was the third video game. I didn't know you guys
1: were King. that
0: much of nerds. Uh, well, <laughs> You're the worst. Yeah. All right. So moving on. Teddy's joining us. He'll, he's gonna add some great hardcore, you know, background. You've read the books, right? Or Some Correct. of the books have you read Fire and Blood?
2: I own it, okay, but you haven't, read different. It but I haven't read it.
1: All right, for the next pod, yeah. hey, you but, have to read it. <laughs> you know, so I was like, Oh, what was the
2: Dance of Dragons again? and I looked it up, and just so I could get like a synopsis or like a brief little, like, Oh, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. I was gonna say, and oh, I yeah. and I just clicked out, I was like, Oh my god. Mm. so
1: is that like an event what is that like what are those words mean
2: it's mentioned in the books okay uh it must be like a dragon civil war oh sure it's it's kind of like briefly touched on
1: i kind of feel like it's that thing where i like really liked game of thrones but i didn't read any of the books and neither did libby uh i looked at her for confirmation teddy did you read all the books i read all the books okay so i love the show as a show I've never been, like, I know every single detail about every single, like, land and every single, like, lord. Mm -hmm. And, like, I pay attention, and I know what's going on, but, like, I'm not a huge, like, Game of Thrones, like, expert. And I feel like sometimes, like, for this (laughs) show, fanboy or fangirl, Um. but for, I think for this show, I think that's useful because I don't know anything. I don't
2: think it is useful because I think the spoilers are, I swear, they told me everyone... They told me a bunch of people that die, and I was like, "Oh no, no." But I'm
1: saying, well, I'm saying if you had read Fire and Blood, if you knew Dance of Dragons, the, some True. of the stuff in the show, you already know. You already know what's going to happen. It's written maybe in the it's history. It's literally written in the history book.
2: Maybe it's good I haven't read. I got That's that. That's
1: what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah. That's what she's Is saying. Is that
1: not having that extra nerd? Like, oh, I read Game of Thrones, and I read the the you know the history of the Targaryens, like because I didn't read that it is going to be all new for me which you can say is a
0: certain benefit. Yes. Undoubtedly. Indubitably. <laughs> I would argue.
2: But I think when in when Game of Thrones first came out, I was more up to like I knew who all the characters were because I I could see their names in writing. You know the mm-hmm. difference between hearing the name and like seeing it. So I knew who everybody was.
0: But like you knew that the red wedding was coming.
2: Uh, I must have. Yeah. I don't know if I was that far. Because I I just
0: remember watching that episode with the Red Wedding and just like, I was gutted. Like I was just like, I couldn't believe it. I was so shocked. I didn't see it coming. I was like weeping. And like if so, that was great that I didn't know that was coming because there was a lot more emotional reaction to that. Yep. i see what you're saying i always
1: feel guilty about that like i feel like that with any sort of movie or show like if you haven't read the book like it's it's gonna be a little bit more fun to watch because you don't know it's coming but But i also see the benefit of you know the book gives you so much more like right so i I watched dune recently Mm -hmm. and i read the first part of dune and i was like movies are just like a snap of a finger and it's over and you're like They built, the book builds those relationships up. They make them so much more believable. You get to know people so much more. And it feels like the movie is just like, obviously, like the way less, like the much shorter version of the book, basically.
0: Right. And there's pros and cons to both. Like, I feel like with the book, you get a lot more information, a lot more description, and they can do more world building there. But you are having to do a lot of the work yourself in terms of like visualizing, visualizing things on your own. So, I mean, I think... You know, there's pros and cons to yeah. that. But like with Dune, I have no idea what's happening in that movie. <laughs> I texted you after MK, and I was like, "What the actual fuck is Dune?" Like, I don't. <laughs> so, like, I think with that, I might read the book just because I felt so confused. So it really depends on how well the movie makers are telling what that story.
2: What were you story. confused
0: about? I mean, like, I don't know if I'm I was confused saying. as much as just like I. It didn't work for me. Like, I didn't buy in. Which is weird because I love a lot of those actors and they're all great. So something else was missing there for me, I think. I have to think about what it was. But
1: I think too with before I watched House of the Dragon, the Arab Khaleesi on Instagram, mm-hmm. shout out people should follow her. She's great. She posted about like each character and just like kind of like a short paragraph on like here's who they are. Like here's like a super brief overview of who this character is. I read that before the episode, and I felt mm, like that helpful. helped me so much. Yeah, in just terms of like getting my bearings, because I feel like in a lot of fantasy, like you're just thrown into a world, and you're kind of like, what did that Trying mean? To catch what did up. that mean? Like, mm-hmm. what like, there's stuff I'm missing here. Like, you kind of feel a little bit lost. And so, like going into it with even just that bare minimum knowledge, I was like, I got this. Like, I feel like I. If I have this bare minimum knowledge everything from here on out I can like focus more on other mm. things than like trying to figure out who this person is to this person how they're related why mm-hmm. they called her the queen who never was like right
2: which they actually explained at the beginning of the episode but we they were, do. we were kind of like when we watched it we, were, we didn't always go I going did
1: on. see I did <laughs> but you didn't and that's a, another good well then why didn't you know what that do you mean like, the they they explained world? it at the beginning of the episode oh. you knew too so just Teddy didn't know
2: <laughs> I rewatched watched okay. it. I rewatched it last night. Oh, really? And the opening sequence when... What's her name? Princess?
1: Um, Daenerys
2: Jr. Mm-hmm. When Daenerys Jr. Rhaenyra? <laughs> Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. It,
1: but you're not talking about Rhaenyra, are you?
2: Yeah, when she's oh, okay. riding on her dragon. Uh, which is named Bojax. Cyrax? What? When she was riding... So watching it on Dad's, I watched it on Dad's sixty inch. Oh, cool!
1: Because our Dad has a giant TV in his basement. The parents
2: were gone, and I went to their house thinking they were there, but they weren't. So I watched it on his giant TV. Uh-huh. Goosebumps.
1: Mm, that's really Goosebumps. cool. Goosebumps. That's really cool.
2: Whereas on your laptop, not so much. I missed you so much. <laughs> can we just
1: oh, can we just commiserate in that? I'm sure other people have this experience too, where like their HBO wouldn't work, and so we had to watch it on a laptop and then
2: well we didn't have to well we did or we couldn't watch
1: it (laughs) yeah that night at least the night of the premiere it was the biggest hbo premiere of all time and it was like 10 million people trying to watch the show
2: more than the last season of game of thrones
1: i think maybe series premiere okay oh i don't know about like ever but i think series premiere it was the biggest that they've ever had crazy so they like basically the hbo app freaked out and we couldn't watch it unless it was on a laptop
0: yeah we just kept getting kicked out
1: yeah I feel like we could just talk and talk before even going into the episode. But should we go into it? Sure. Is there anything else people need to know? I think one thing definitely is that we're going to spoil Game of Thrones probably in this talk. So if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, go watch that before you watch House of the Dragon. That's your own fault, buddy. (laughs) So... It's
2: been like 12 years.
1: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's been three. But three since it ended. But I... Yeah. We're going to be spoiling that. Heads up. So House of the Dragon... I don't even know any of the specifics about who's who created it. I'm I was ever. just going to so we'll skip that, that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unless you want to look well, it Well,
2: when I watched it the second time, George,
1: he's a producer,
2: right? Was right at the top of created by this guy and George.
1: Yeah, he's mm, that's good, right? Cause remember, I remember saying something like that to you, and you were like, "He's just there for the money, or whatever."
2: No, well, I think he's just there to put his name on it. I don't know. But if created by, really
1: well... I think executive producer, you're just there for the money and the title. Created but created by, by yeah. seems more like yeah, legit. I don't know though. I mean, he's if involved. you're George R. R. Martin, maybe you can be like, put, say, I created it too, and you like didn't really do anything. I don't know.
2: I know he's so sly. We don't really know. What
1: to, it's like, what are you gonna say? No, him? George, we're not putting you as a creator, even though this is completely your he's... story.
2: Well, we don't trust him anymore because he said, "Oh, it'll be done. The book will be done in
1: right
2: a, a year." I, sw- I promise. Yeah. And then it just hasn't.
1: We're not going to get into that here because that's just like bringing up a lot of negativity.
2: Are we going to get the last two books?
1: Um. Did you? I've heard that he said that his ending is different than the show.
2: Yeah. Different
1: from I've the heard show. That yeah, as
2: well. So, are we going to get? Actually,
1: the... he came out with that and said that after the show ended, didn't he? Sure. I feel like he was like, okay, I know everyone hated it, but like my ending's way better, and like I'm not telling you what it is, and I'm not finishing the books, he but just, like I just want you to know it's way better.
2: Tried, he's just yanking us around.
1: Do you think it's because he really doesn't know how to end it? That's my theory.
0: Um,
2: oh yeah, there's so many loose storylines.
0: Ryan J. Condal is a producer and writer listed along with George R. R. Martin.
1: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, season one, episode one, House of the Dragon. Um, the episode starts with a Lord of the Rings-like voiceover with a history lesson on House Targaryen. It's year one hundred and one. King Jaharis was ill, and House Targaryen was at the height of its strength, with ten adult dragons. Princess Rhaenys Targaryen, the king's eldest descendant, and her youngest and her younger cousin, Prince Viserys Targaryen, were both options to be named the the heir of the current king, and the Great Council was called to choose who would be the next. King after King Jaharis. Um so the Great Council ended up choosing Viserys because he has a dick, as I wrote my notes. Mm-hmm.
0: Um oh, my <laughs> I mean that's a fact. I mean they literally say <laughs> that. They're it's like totally a patriarchy. why would we pick a girl? There's never been a girl on the throne. Never been a girl before. Right. It was weird to oh, me that they were been... saying girl. What like
1: why Nigeria? wouldn't they say like woman? What about, woman? I what don't about don't know. who? Nymeria. Was she, was she queen? Okay, this is a quote from this uh, history lesson that I liked. Jaharis called the Great Council to prevent a war being fought over his succession, for he knew the cold truth. The only thing that could tear down the house of the dragon was itself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Seems like foreshadowing to me.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's really subtle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It was so interesting watching it a second time, like, how much more I picked up on than the first time, especially with taking notes. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of foreshadowing in this episode. And this episode, if you think about it, it's literally just, like, all of it is prep. It's all prep for what's to come. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, important things that need to be set up before the rest of the plot, which is obviously what first episodes kind of do.
0: Nymeria was a warrior...
2: yeah, okay, I just looked this up. Yeah, Warrior
0: said, yeah. queen who led the Roy-Nar refugees to Dorne a thousand years ago. She's an ancestor of House Martell and House Dane. And She's not a Targaryen. seen as the founder no, of Dorne as a queen, unified realm. under the
2: Targaryens.
0: Oh. And she, in, yeah. Okay. But, whatever. Are we going to see Starks in this?
1: Yeah. We, we saw Rickon. Rick Rickon Stark. Stark. I pledge my um, loyalty. Probably not really featured. I don't know. We don't know, I guess.
2: But the other houses are going to come into Baratheon,
1: it. I saw. Yeah. I uh, I s- yeah, Baratheons so I saw. They're
2: like, oh, the Baratheon boys got whooped by. Yeah. <laughs> they
1: did say that. Okay. Then the screen goes black and this information is given. It's now the ninth year of King Viserys I Targaryen's reign. 172 years before the death of the Mad King and the birth of his daughter, Daenerys Targaryen. So right away the show is like, I know you're wondering where we're at in relation to Game of Thrones because that's why you're here. And we'll tell you exactly where we are in relation to that, which I appreciated. Sure. It cuts to a dragon flying over King's Landing. The townspeople barely even care. They're just like, cool, whatever. Dragons. Normal stuff for us. The dragon lands and we find out that its name is Syrax, Syrax, And it carries a rider, Princess Rhaenyra, um, played by Millie Alcock. Rhaenyra is met by an ironclad soldier named Sir Harold Westerling, played by Graham T- McTavish, which is someone from Love him. Outlander i can't remember his name in outlander but he, you know you know she's met by him and then also young Allison. um i heard that they weren't friends in like fire and blood and that was a show change but, but it kind of seems like a no-brainer
2: i always thought they were that they than
1: would friends. be friends yeah
2: do we think they're more than friends
1: no i was getting a romantic vibe but i don't think they're gonna do it but i was kind of getting like rhaenyra liked so, Allison. Which and is. I wasn't getting that Allison liked Rhaenyra.
2: Oh, she's like, oh, she's just my.
1: So how are they related? Friends. I missed They are related. Just they're just friends. Okay. They're different. She's they're from different families. Tower. Yeah, she's a Hightower. Um, Dougal, huh?
0: Dougal Mackenzie.
1: Oh, Dougal Mackenzie is the name <sighs> of the knight we mentioned. Okay, so Rhaenyra visits her mother, Queen Emma um played by cian Brooke, and she asks her if she slept and for how long her mother responds that she doesn't need mothering and rainiera responds that she has all these attendants looking after the baby but no one looking after her this to me also felt like a foreshadowing of like hey mom how are you because everyone else is here for the baby and no one gives a shit about you (laughs) for sure um and her mom is just basically like I don't need to be mothered. Like, um, Remember that you're going to have to get pregnant someday, too. And that's how we serve the realm. This
0: is your battlefield.
1: Yeah, and Rhaenyra's like, um, I'd rather be a knight and ride to battle and glory. And I was like, when I first watched this, I was like, this feels like, look, she's just like Arya. And I was like, mm. she's not Arya. I don't like her as much as Arya. <laughs> like, I think I was like, you're not my real mom, but like in terms of <laughs> Arya.
2: Like... <laughs> well, well, and we didn't, throughout the whole episode, we never saw her
0: show any interest in that. And tumble,
2: you know? Right. She was kind of just like a rich princess. Yeah. she
0: said she wanted to like eat cake and read books.
2: Who knew? She, I like, which same. I also respect and but then don't yeah. say I like, want to fight. She to yeah. travel and eat cake.
1: Which like I respect, but that's a very different than someone who's like I want to fight people. Yeah,
2: I think she was being like
1: defiant almost like it's like I'm like I'm supposed
0: to be Her Mom
2: was like you would never do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, her mom is like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, like, in love with their, like, their relationship. Like, I didn't feel like...
1: And I liked Emma overall, but, yeah, I didn't love their dynamic. It
0: mm-hmm. was kind
1: of... How old do we think that Rhaenyra is supposed to be? I would guess, like, early teens, maybe? Like, 12, 13, 14? Is that the vibe mm-hmm. you were getting? I don't know. Okay. Yeah,
2: young, 14, 15,
1: 16. Oh. oh, 16. I was... Maybe. Yeah. I always think that like She's real sixteen like year olds, real well, right, sixteen year olds I'm look confused. the way she does. <laughs> that's why I'm like she probably is supposed to be younger. I feel Like they always play younger than they actually are.
2: Right. Well, just like Daenerys, I think the sure. original.
1: She was supposed to be a lot younger, but yeah. the show aged her up because they were like, they we're up. not going to have... aged
2: everybody up. Yeah, Snow was fourteen in the first book.
1: Mm. One of the lines was, the child The child bed is our battlefield. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the truth, but I feel like.
2: Yeah, you don't know if you're going to come back. You don't know if you're going to come
1: home after that. It's true. Very true. Um, and she tells her that she stinks of dragon. So apparently dragon when smell. So apparently when like you ride a dragon, you sulfur? smell like a dragon. I don't know. I don't know what that smell is, but I she smelled it's... like it. Yeah um rainier arrives late to a council meeting to be her father's cupbearer i kind of guessed but i think that's what it's called and her father seems warm towards her like he's like you smell like a dragon or something and he kind of like smiles and i'm like oh that seems like a nice relationship Mm -hmm. and someone on the council is like okay no i'm his name is lord corliss and he's one of the only men of color that we see so good that that's a thing but also not a ton so, Lord Corliss is like basically, like, there's these pirates being crazy, and like, no one gives a shit. And someone on the council is like, why isn't Damon here, who is Viserys' brother? Um, apparently, he's in charge of the city watch, and they want an update on the, the retraining that Damon is doing. And apparently Damon seem, seems like he doesn't really show up to the meetings. So Lord Corlys is telling them about what seems to be a real issue and no one gives a shit. And then the evil-seeming Otto Hightower, like almost immediately he's like evil-seeming. Mm-hmm. He's like, should we discuss the heirs tournament? And Viserys is like, oh my god, yes! <laughs> like that's almost a direct translation of his oh, response. Shit. Because he clearly, like I think something in this episode that is kind of over and over again portrayed is like Viserys is like not the best king like he's not evil he's not ambitious he kind of just like likes tournaments and like Mm. wants to have a son like he doesn't seem concerned with a lot of other things do you agree yeah
2: he came into being king in peacetime
1: yeah there hasn't been a war in like
2: there's nothing going on so many years just chilling
1: (laughs) they're like the tournament's hella expensive and viserys is like (laughs) Viserys is like the whole realm will celebrate my son being born before the games are over and they're like we don't know that it's a boy and he's like I do I definitely know it's a boy so basically Rhaenyra goes to meet her uncle Daemon secretly and she goes to the throne room and Daemon's sitting on the iron throne this is our first introduction to the character Matt thoughts
2: don't you think that he summoned her
1: he summoned her yeah okay I think so yeah
2: Sorry. Not like she was like, let's meet up. And he was like, I'll be in the...
1: No, yeah, no, 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 no.
0: He boy. definitely summoned her secretly. And like okay. she's like, does my dad know you're here? And he's like, no. <laughs> I was like worried that I wouldn't enjoy Matt Smith in this because he's in so much. And I kind of See? liked that a lot of these people, the are actors, nobodies. are nobodies that I just don't really know. So I was like, Ugh, what is Matt Smith going to offer? But actually, I kind of liked... I mean, I think he did well in this.
1: I think he did well, too. I, I'm not like a... I will say generally I'm not a huge like bad boy fan. So, which is like basically unheard of mm-hmm. in the oh female species, but
0: Yeah, I don't get that.
1: But. Um, so I'm not super drawn to his character. Like I in my notes I call him a bitch a lot and that'll come through. Well,
2: let me, what if he looked like Jamie Lannister?
0: <laughs> that would be different. <laughs> yeah, he, he is kind of an odd-looking fellow. He like doesn't have eyebrows and but,
1: but I, I think, think he's... like
0: Jamie at first.
1: I... Uh, I mean, he might grow. Go
0: ahead. <laughs> I do like his hair. He has great hair in this. You I'm mean, suddenly realizing, real, like, maybe real I'm into men with long hair. I don't know. Is that his real hair? No, but... Definitely... A... definitely not. <laughs> definitely not his real Nobody hair. Nobody okay, has their real to, hair in this show. To,
2: to be honest, I have no experience with... What's his name? Mike Smith?
0: Matt Smith. <laughs> Matt
1: Smith. I love Matt how Libby's Smith. like, he's just in everything. And Teddy's like, I don't know this never Smith. heard of him. <laughs>
2: what's wrong with Apparently, he's a Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, and he, he was in him. The Crown. i never, never seen it. He hasn't
1: been in that much. I don't really know what Libby's talking about, but <laughs> most people, I would say a lot No, ball. but
2: that don't ha- that's what happens. Someone blows up, and then blow- they're at the peak of their, you know, their
1: Yeah. Like, I know to- who he is, yeah. but I'm not, like, seeing him in everything I watch. My favorite thought that I had on the scene is that Damon is giving Scar vibes from The Lion King. Like he's like, either. "This is you... gonna be my throne someday."
2: What did you say? You're like, he's giving Scar. I said
1: he's giving Scar vibes. He's no, giving you Scar. Vibes. You didn't say vibes. Yeah, yeah, I, said yeah I said both. I said both. You said he's
2: giving Scar. He's giving Scar. Yeah. <laughs> I was like
1: what? Um, Teddy didn't. He was like, "I <laughs> don't understand this Gen Z language." I'm not even Gen Z, but you're not Gen Z. I'm Gen. I'm Gen Z cusp. I don't need your sass so basically they like are like <laughs> i don't know they like each other they they seem to get along Damon gives her a valyrian steel necklace and she's like oh it's just like dark sister which is his valyrian steel sword so after that scene reneris relaxes with alicent and once again laments her position and she says that she wants to like travel the world and eat cake with alicent and fly on a dragon. And Allison is like, oh, my God, but aren't you thinking about your position? And she's like, and Rhaenyra's like, not really. And Allison like gets up and she's like pissed off that like Rhaenyra isn't thinking about like wanting to be queen. And I was like, you're like a teenager. Why do you care that your teenager friend doesn't want to be queen? Like, I just thought it was a weird scene. I thought it was weird that she got so mad. And I said that it feels like it's just setting up that character to be like a plotter. Like, she's just always going to be, like, plotting for power, which mm. – and I said she also seems boring. Like, I don't – like, I have no interest in her character. She kind of reminds me of Amina, not going to lie. Mm. I just don't – I don't think she's an interesting character as of yet, and I was kind of weird. I don't know. I thought that scene was strange. It was weird. Like, yeah, why does she care? Why does she care? Because other than, like, I am close with you, and I want you to be in power so that I have power – Right. Prox, Like, in proximity to right. you. But that's just such a weird thing at that age – And obviously, we see a scene with her dad later that we'll talk about, where it's like she's probably been trained her whole life to be strategic. Yeah. But, like, there's people who've been trained their whole lives for things that fight against that. And there's people that don't. Okay,
2: let me say this. What if it isn't, there aren't friends?
1: Love us. No, wait. They're more
2: than friends, and the person you're dating says, I just want to lay around and eat cake. (laughs) Wouldn't you be like, you lazy, like, come on, we gotta, like, if your partner said that, I just want to lay around and eat cake and travel the world. Well,
1: that sounds amazing. She's gonna be rich. Yeah, she's gonna be rich. No yeah, gonna be rich. She'll it's always basically be. Like you had I'm a partner saying, with a trust fund, like
2: ambition, or like.
1: Sure. So you think? I don't think that's what was going on, but I could see that.
2: I'm just playing that. Sure. Sure. Side. Sure. If because if, right because it was just like her friend saying that like who cares yeah like, why is she like okay mash? cool yeah like bankroll our trip to
1: yeah
2: Europe or whatever.
1: 100. percent It's almost like, Rhaenyra. Not wanting to become queen means that she won't get as much power. And that's why she's mad. Just like, why do you care? You're like 12. So back with Viserys, we see a small wound on his back caused by the Iron Throne. No one seems to know what the nasty dealing... thinks it's caused by the Iron Throne, right? I think it was caused by the Iron Throne, but they don't know why it won't heal.
2: It's just infected.
1: Yeah, it like won't heal. And nobody seems like that concerned, especially Viserys. Um, and I thought it was weird that Otto was like, keep this quiet. It kind of seemed like he was like, we don't want anyone to know that he's vulnerable at all. Like, because sure. he might, you know, whatever. And it's then they probably basically, pretty standard with
0: kings. Like, they basically
1: he, chalk it up to stress in the end to, like, keep it quiet. If humors of the
0: mind.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, that is exactly what audience. it was. Um, okay, so the king heads to talk to his wife, Emma, and Emma's basically like, I've lost a bunch of children. She says, I've lost one babe in the cradle, two stillborns, and two pregnancies ended before their term. And she said, I've mourned all the dead children I can, so when I have this baby, like, I'm not having any more. And when I rewatched the scene, I had the thought, like, when she said that, did that impact his decision at all about what happens later? Because when it's like, you can save the baby, but mm-hmm. we'll have to kill her, it's like, well, she's not going to have any more babies. So that's fine. That I know, that thought came exact, to my that mind. Was really? My
2: exact thought.
1: Okay. I was going to
2: bring up, was that, so if she hadn't said that?
1: I don't know that he he would have made it.
2: Chose her.
1: I don't know that he would have made another decision, but I feel like it had to have been on his mind.
0: Well, I think the point. That's
2: why they did it. That's why they put it in.
0: Yeah. Maybe, but also the the doctors or whoever these people are who are helping her say that like either they're both going to die. Yeah.
1: Like at this point, they're probably
0: both going to die. Or you could try to save the baby, but like they're probably both going to die. Yeah. So it didn't feel to me that he was picking the baby over the wife. It just felt like he was like, well, maybe we should try to save the baby.
1: So cut to Damon giving us giving a talk to the city watch, and then basically like the city watch goes around and like rounds up criminals and like uh, decapitates them in different ways. I'll say decapitate. I think murderers. They like take the hands of thieves or some, some something like that. It was really gory. It was it was like really unnecessary, and I was like. I genuinely had the question, like, is this why boys watch Game of Thrones? Because <laughs> I, like, I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need the gore. Like, I, I get that it's, like, a Game of Thrones thing. Sorry, this is House of the Dragon. But I get that it's, like, carried over from Game of Thrones. But, like, I
0: don't need it. Do you think it's more gory than Game of Thrones? No, I think they're trying to match the gore.
2: I really enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> You're just serious? Just to see that guy's butt. And then just, <laughs> Oh, because the rapist. cut off. Yeah. And then that was just... I was like, wow, just... <laughs>
1: this, this, is, this is this is prestige TV.
2: No, that was awful. I don't know. What, well, can you remember the gold cloaks in Game of Thrones? Yeah. They were like a, a disciplined, a well-disciplined mm. group that protected the city. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, the, we didn't have any questions about them. Yeah, they were probably crooked, but in some ways.
1: Sure.
2: But he, but that's why when I rewatched it and Damon said, he comes into the chamber and he says... Do you guys know what goes on outside mm-hmm. the walls of the right. keep or whatever? Like, it's chaos. He's yeah. like
1: people aren't, like, don't feel safe. Like, it's yeah, a crazy people, place to live. Small folk are
2: not safe, and no one cares about small folk.
1: Okay, so basically, um, the next day, the King's Council debates Damon's actions, and, like, Otto kind of walks in with Viserys, and he's like, This power is, is unchecked, blah, blah, blah. And then Damon's like, Bitch, what'd you say about me? <laughs> That's a direct translation. That's <laughs> what happens. This...
2: What is this called? The recap? <laughs> this recap is just...
1: I mean, am I wrong? Thank you
2: so much for having me. Am I I'm sorry.
1: Am I wrong? I will shut up. He basically says, What you say about me? <laughs> and Otto Hightower says, like, you've overstepped your authority, blah blah blah. We learn in this scene that apparently Damon is married to a woman named Rhea Royce. Um, A woman he does not seem particularly fond of. He says that the sheep are prettier than her. That he'd rather fuck the sheep in the veil or whatever instead of, like, be there with her and whatever. Which I was, like... Depressing. I was just starting to, like, you a little bit, Damon. And now it's all out the window. See, that could have just been,
2: like, a Yo Mama joke.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, can we talk about... (laughs) So, like,
2: Yo Mama... So, like, it might not... Because I saw something where the actress that they've already cast... The mm-hmm. actress mm-hmm. and she's like pretty beautiful yeah so he might have just been like my wife's so ugly I'd rather <laughs> fuck a goat."
1: Or <laughs> okay <laughs> if you think about it he's really mad that his brother married him off to someone far away because he's mad that his brother keeps trying to get him far away from him he wants to be his hand and so it isn't really about her it's that he wanted him to marry someone who lived far away so that he would be far away mm-hmm. you know like that's mm-hmm. what he's mad about not really about the woman Herself, it seems like, and like maybe he isn't a huge fan of her. But I think like what really he's mad about is that his brother keeps trying to send him away from King's Landing. Sure. So basically, Damon comments on Otto's dead wife, and Otto like gets up and he's like, "What the fuck you say?" (laughs) (laughs) And and then Viserys is like, "All right, you know Damon, he just likes to like poke at people. Let's get to the topic at hand." And then basically it cuts to the brothel where Damon is doing the dirty and then the sex worker, I call her sex worker. I don't know what to call her. I know that's what we used in modern day. That's a terms. proper term. Yeah. <laughs> she basically gives him like a pep talk and she he seems really sad and she's like he cannot replace you. Like you're amazing. And he's like thanks. And that, that's basically that scene. Any any thoughts on what I've discussed so far?
2: I feel like she's a uh, she's She's the, what was Tyrion? What was, yeah. She's the Shay. Shay, to, She's his, the Shay. to his Tyrion. I was literally going to
1: say, they seem like they have an, an emotional a relationship, relationship, yeah, rather than just a physical one. Yeah. So then we cut to the tournament, and Viserys announces the Queen, Emma, has started her labors. And everyone's like, woo! And then Sir Kristen Cole, we're going to be hearing a lot about him, and this was the point, I think this was the point in the episode, where we were like, where are the hot guys? Like, <laughs> where are they? Like, I can't see them. That was just you. (laughs) And Sir Kristen Cole is the only good-looking man we receive in this episode. So, just soak it in.
0: I mean, unless you're into, like, Matt Smith. Some people are into Matt Smith
1: vibe. But, yeah. I am not. But, I'm happy for people who are. I'll take it, but, yeah.
0: (laughs) I wouldn't kick him out of bed.
1: For sure. Um, I might. Um, So, (laughs) Sir Kristen Cole, Rainier, like, asks her, like, guard about him. She's like, who's he? He's Mm -hmm. like, he's basically a nobody and she's like okay so damon steps no one knows anything about him (laughs) damon shows up to fight and rhaenyra looks happy to see him damon gets beat by the oldest son of otto which i thought it was weird they would never show that guy's face did you guys hear that it was otto's oldest son because they're like, oh, Otto's, uh, whatever, um, Otto Hightower's oldest son. And then the whole time, Allison is, like, really nervous because mm-hmm. she's like, that's my brother yeah. and I'm worried about him. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you weren't paying super close attention, you might not know that that's what's going on. I thought that was, like, really weirdly subtle. Because
2: um, we didn't see him anywhere outside of the tournament. The oldest no, sons. and
1: then he felt. So basically what Damon does is Damon gets beat by him and then he's mad. So he trips his horse, mm-hmm. which you probably remember. Because he's mad he he lost. And then is like, nicely done, uncle. And I was like, any fondness I had for her lowers a little bit. Mm. Because she's like, great job cheating, uncle. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, girl.
2: She
1: knows. Um, And he means
2: necessary to win.
1: Oh, and then Damon's like, Alicent, can I have your your Mm. blessing in this next fight? And then Otto is like, super mad at her. And she's just like, sorry, dad, in her head. Like, she doesn't say it out loud. But she, like, gives it to him. So I feel like that maybe Damon... And her might have a romance later on or something.
2: One one thing I will say, one spoiler, it's not a spoiler, but Kristen Cole. Yeah. Is it Kristen or Christian?
1: Kristen.
2: Kristen? Probably not Christian. Kristen. Okay. Kristen. He is known as one of the, like, m- best fighters in Westeros history. Shit. Uh, in the history books. Shit. Like, people are like, Kristen Cole, like... They they put them up there with like Jamie Lannister, Barristan Selmy. Mm-hmm. I forget their names. I used to know them. The Dark Star of the You've Morning. You've done more than enough. The guys that Ned fought. Nobody toads. Anyway, so yeah, the guys that the guys that Ned fought that nobody anyway, so yeah, yeah, that thought he could beat. They're like Ned's yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, good. And then anyway,
0: so basically,
1: Kristen is hot shit. But
2: <laughs> yes, <he laughs> that is.
1: sounds like Kristen, like the girl's name. funny um yeah that is kind of confusing (laughs) okay basically it cuts to queen emma who is making absolutely terrifying noises um as she is in labor and the guys in charge the guy in charge i call him in my notes says the baby is a breach and there's nothing they can do to help her and she says help me please i don't want to do this and i was just like so sad for her like how terrifying that would be i cried or teared up multiple times in the episode only because of that situation so basically the childbirth scenes are intercut with bloody carnage at the tournament which I didn't really enjoy because the tone I think just the birthing scenes were so like traumatizing and sad and then it would like cut to the tournament I'd be like I don't care about this Mm. and I'd be like this feels so unimportant compared to like what's happening in there which like I'm sure they're trying to like do some sort of parallel. Did you
2: watch the after the episode? Which I'm gonna not. I'm not gonna watch that anymore. I
1: actually what? didn't watch it. Okay. No, we watched it together, so you must not have been paying attention. You and I watched it afterwards. We did. I
2: right. did. I watched the for the for Westworld. I would always watch the after yeah. the episode because I just couldn't get enough inside world. the episode. I couldn't get inside the episode. I couldn't get enough yeah. Westworld. Sure. With this, I don't want them interpreting. What I hated they were trying it. Trying to say I hated it. Like. Stop.
1: I don't even have notes about it, but I, I did not enjoy it. <laughs> Stop
2: telling me. Well, remember when she said, <laughs> this is our battlefield. So that's why we <laughs> interconnected the, the battlefield oh. scenes with the...
1: Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, fuck so, all the way off. Fuck all the way right. off. 100%.
2: Don't tell me that.
1: So basically, from here on out, it might get a little bit like, cut here, cut here. But Melos says to Viserys that sometimes in a difficult birth, It becomes necessary for the father to make an impossible choice, to sacrifice one or to lose them both. They can maybe save the baby if they cut into the womb to get the baby, and consequently the mother dies of blood loss. Viserys seems horrified and then is like, sure sounds good. (laughs) 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 Like he's like, God, he's like, oh my God, I can't believe you would like suggest that. And then he's like, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Just like a very big switch from like
0: Jesus Christ. Okay, well yeah, I mean you have to make the decision quick. It's not yeah. like it's like a there's decision a lot right. of time there to make.
1: Yeah, and he's like, we have to decide now, or we have to leave it up to to the gods or whatever. So then at the tourney, a man, again Kristen Cole, played by F- Fabian Frankel, will square off against Damon. It cuts back to the birth. Viserys tells Emma they're going to bring the babe out now, and cuts her o- and they cut her open against her will. And she's like, What are you doing? Like, I'm scared. And he's like, It's okay, I love you and like isn't telling her what's going on.
0: Yeah. That was super traumatizing. Yeah. And especially like I saw things online that was like, should there have been a trigger warning for like dramatic oh, Thousand and stuff? percent. But I mean, at the same time, there was like a scene before where like like you were saying, they like cut off some guy's dick. Like the level of violence in this episode is so off the charts that to be like you know, should we have done a trigger warning for, you know, traumatic labor? I mean, yes, definitely. But also, it's kind of funny. <laughs> it's like with all the terror. like there's just violence everywhere in this episode.
1: But. Mm-hmm. Just one of them means a lot more in our current political climate. I think well, more,
0: more
2: women have experienced a traumatic birth. birth Correct. Men almost getting their dick chopped off.
0: For sure. No, well, I, great, I, I totally agree, fear. but... It's a it... big fear of ours. <laughs> no one but... cares. Shut up. <laughs> I totally agree. I just think, in a way, it just seems a little bit funny.
1: One of the notes I had is that women are just incubators for men's legacies. Legacies is in quotes. And that feels, like, very true of the show and feels obviously a little bit more true now in where we're at in our country, but... It's just like, yeah, like the baby, like having a son to him was like more important than anything else, like than her, and that is very depressing and upsetting. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the fact that like it's his decision and not hers is like well, that's it. what it was traumatizing. That's for really like the, is, like, the most.
0: They
2: traumatizing should have thing. included her it's in the like
0: conversation.
2: That, it's not like they were married for love.
0: I don't know their history. They seem
1: like they're in love, but that doesn't yeah. really seem to be relevant in any way. I like, don't
0: think their marriage, like, whether or not it matters if they were... It seemed like they he were was like, in love. He was like, it did not seem like they were in love.
2: She's my baby maker. Sure. so it's his, you know...
0: It didn't seem like that. I think they say it he's, he's, he's they known for being, like, a kind, they like, loving very... person. They seemed in love. But I think, for me, it was more like they should have talked to her about this. What do you want Of course do? they wouldn't in that... In that
2: in, in the world of Game of Thrones, of course they me- wouldn't medieval context.
1: No. But it's
0: still like, yeah, upsetting to see.
2: We went back in time. We went back to when it was
0: worse. Sure, I sure. guess. I mean, <laughs> well, this isn't a this isn't our world. I was world. say it's so. It's also
1: a fictional story, so like you can you do whatever you want. You go back in time, and there
0: would be a matriarchy, and women would be in control. Yeah. like this is a total this fantasy like, world. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, they could write anything. It's a fictional story. But I know what you mean. I know what you're saying.
2: Just like when all the guys in the tourney started killing each other. That's what I thought of. I was like, oh, this is just more like a brutal time.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? You don't think that would have happened later in Game of Thrones?
2: I mean, it kind of did with the mountain. The mountain Didn't the mountain kill somebody in the middle of a jousting thing? And people were like, oh, that's terrible. I
1: don't remember.
2: Whereas in this, they were like, ugh, not
1: again. I thought it was interesting the... The queen who never was. I forget her name. She was like, these dumbasses haven't seen war. They're just bored. That's why they're killing each other. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of funny. But basically, it cu- I said, it cuts to the tournament like we give a fuck <laughs> about this dumbass tournament. I basically couldn't even deign to care about it past yeah, this point. basically, yeah. But Damon... Dude, fought- this
2: is their football. This is their NFL. This is a big deal for the people it
1: makes even more sense now i don't care um (laughs) so damon falls off his horse which i enjoyed of course and then damon's like like the bitch he is is like i'ma fight you because i'm mad and (laughs) then he fucking loses because he (laughs) sucks and (laughs) sorry he was really annoying me in the scene because i feel like he's just like i'm the king's brother like i can't lose so i'm just gonna be a baby about losing every time that like someone beats me it's like He's just a baby, basically. He's immature. So Emma's baby gets ripped from her, and she bleeds out. Damon celebrates his win or whatever, and then the other guy beats him. Um, and then Sir Criston asks for Rhaenyra's favor, and she's like, hey, boy. Yeah, she's into it. <laughs> mm. um, and then they're like, hey, Viserys, here's your son that you killed your wife for. And he's like, okay. He's, happy. he's like, pretty shook. Like, he's happy he has a son, but you can tell he's, like... Devastated. He's devastated like he did love his wife and like didn't want her to die obviously yeah so it cuts to everyone getting the news that and then it cuts to the funeral and Rhaenyra wonders if Viserys was fin- finally found happiness during the few hours that he had a son and so basically we find out that the son that Emma gave birth to died like a few hours after it was taken from the womb so Rhaenyra seems pretty pissed and Damon tells her that her father needs her now more than ever and Damon seems genuinely like sad for her, mm-hmm. and like cares about her. It seems like, and Rhaenyra says, Jacaris. <laughs> I wanted you to be like Jaqenaros, like she's Jaqenaros. Jaqenaros. <laughs> exactly.
2: Dracarys.
0: I yeah. There's a meme that I love where it's the the Leonardo DiCaprio where he's pointing. Cause like everyone's like, oh, Jokaros, we know oh, that. We know that word. We know what that is. <laughs> yeah, we know that one. That was how I felt too in the opening scene when the music came on. The yeah, the music from it's Game of Dance Thrones. They're using the same music. So smart for them to use the same soundtrack because it's super so filled smart. with emotion. Like you instantly love the show because of the music. At least for me.
1: Yeah. Or like the feelings you had. You're just back there. You're, yeah. You're yeah. Like, you're back there viscerally. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: They mentioned that inside the episode, but
2: they're also trying to incorporate all the old music places that they shot the show, so that when you look, you see King's Landing. So that's a recreated King's Landing with most of the same
0: scenery. Word I'm looking for landmarks. Landmarks. Gotcha. And you know,
2: all they did in the inside the episode was talk about, well, Damon, look at. Look how... They
1: talked about Matt Smith a lot. They're trying like, to
2: say, like, how, like, look at how Damon's just, like, a really nice guy. <laughs> what? Yeah, they did. They were like, he was just... Look at him here. He was...
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought that they were, like... Look his, at where he <laughs> <they> kept being. here. <laughs> like, they kept he... being, like, it was Matt Smith's choice to look <laughs> to look really sad during the funeral scene. Like, like, he, like, Matt Smith seems like he's kind of taking the lead on, like, <laughs> making Damon a likable character, which I thought was really he interesting. He's gonna
2: become a character like jamie like the hound where in the beginning we hate them at the
0: end and
2: then we realize that there are more than just they're shades of gray and that he's gonna like save a baby or something at some point but i think that's
1: the thing is that when someone starts off and you already know that he's gonna get a redemption arc i'm very resistant to that redemption arc like i feel like i want the redemption arc to like come out of nowhere like with Jamie, yep. like I don't know yep. that I necessarily thought when he pushed a kid out a window, like nope. this guy's gonna be redeemed. Like I'm gonna love this character at season yep. three or whatever.
2: Was he redeemed from shoving Bran out the window?
1: I. Uh,
0: <laughs> 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 That's debatable. I mean, he didn't die. He didn't <laughs> yeah, like Bran can...
1: survived. Like don't
0: forget about it. for love, <laughs> and he becomes king.
1: <laughs> his, life, his life got better. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Uh,
2: (laughs) Um, Anyways. I don't know. I
0: don't even think they're pushing that hard for him to be that bad. Watch inside.
2: Oh. Like,
0: he's not even being that bad in this episode. He's not that bad. Like, obviously he's violent, but like, probably so are most dudes then. He's like a warrior. The
2: quote is, "He's he's arrogant. He's not a sociopath. He's a dick, but he's not... Yeah. But he actually cares about his family and he's not going to go around like murdering people that don't deserve it.
0: Yeah, I would say and that. He
2: killed all those criminals. But
0: it was Without kind of like... any sort of a trial. <laughs> Do they have he, those? Okay,
2: if he was a sociopath, would he have uh, yielded uh, with his fight against Kristen? No, he wouldn't have. Well, he, he would have been to. like...
1: Oh, I, was then, like, been, like sure, I was surprised he did. I was surprised he did yield, honestly. Because he was being such a baby before that point. That
2: was to show that he's not a complete crazy. psychopath yeah. Fine.
1: whatever <laughs> so cut to a council meeting where Otto says they must choose a successor and some of the members including Cor- Corliss Valerian believe it should be Damon, and others believe Daemon is bad for the realm and then Viserys defends his brother who is listening secretly Otto chimes in with another option Rhaenyra but everyone is like a girl <laughs> and then she the <laughs>
2: I think they said that uh, it i was replied they were like <laughs> well, she
1: <has> <laughs> Ew. she's a child um so corliss suggests his wife the queen who never was and debates break out the king reminds everyone that his wife and son are dead and it's really not the time
0: <laughs> yeah i felt so bad for him yeah that was rough i mean granted like i mean it is an important situation but like did it have to be Right after it all did it have to be happen?
1: like, yeah, it was not the right time, and nobody cared because they're more concerned about you know, right, who's gonna be in power than anything else. So, basically, it cuts to a scene with Otto and Allison, and Otto is like, Hey, teen daughter, please go to the king's chambers <laughs> and comfort and, him and Didn't offer comfort yeah yeah he said hey teen daughter um and then he said you might wear one of your mother's dresses and then I said Otto you're disgusting and I said I didn't necessarily like you but now I hate you oh. <laughs> what you're a fan after this encounter no I'm not so basically um <laughs> Allison like puts on a dress and goes to the king's chambers and she like is really uncomfortable and she clearly doesn't want to be there and the king clearly doesn't want her there <laughs> It's just really awkward. He's, and he's
2: busy playing with his Legos.
1: The king is busy playing with um, his Legos, which in that time is like a king's landing model. Yeah, that he has in his room, and he seems really into it.
2: it seems perfectly normal for an adult to totally normal,
1: that a totally normal hobby um, or whatever. He and honestly that. seems bothered by her, um, and she also doesn't want to be there. So it's just like a weird interaction where like neither of them want to be there, <laughs> and then it's over, and
0: nothing happens. Thank God. She oh, brought yeah. book. I thought it was she brought to be a book. Sweet. Well, she like brought a book that was sweet. She was like, "I, I admire you, because isn't he really into history? I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
1: nerd.
2: Basically, that's from inside <laughs> nerd the alert. Episode. That's from inside the episode.
0: Oh
1: god.
2: Bodies. Oh, they share a cute moment so that later on he's building the connection. He wasn't sending her there to whore her out. He was sending her there to, to plant the seed. Him. Yes, plant
1: the seed for a future. Maybe got it. We'll never know, will we? Either way, don't whore your teen daughters out to old men. Um, just a general rule. A general I see you've
2: consensus. never played the Game of Thrones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Damon chills in the brothel, the nonstop sex and debauchery, doing nothing to calm his thoughts. The next morning, we learn from Otto that Damon brought or bought out the Pleasure House to entertain members of the City Watch. And during the event, he toasted Balon, who was the, the name of the son that lived for only a few hours and he named him the heir for a day and something that i thought was really interesting was i'm going to talk about it a little bit once we're done covering recapping the episode but in an uh, i listened to an episode from a podcast called the Ringerverse, and it's basically just like from the ringer network a bunch of people talking about different nerdy things is it mallory yeah, yeah. mallory and joanna are do an episode nice they have a couple different episodes on the show but they say that you never actually see Damon saying that. You never actually see him on screen saying air for a day. So their their theory was maybe he never actually said that, and Otto said he said that, and he didn't really mm. actually say it, so we don't sure. know. But at least Otto claims that he said that Balon was an air for a day. Um, and basically...
2: And Damon never, when he asks him, he never...
1: Confirms or denies. <laughs> But I think regardless, the tone of his speech was inappropriate, obviously, because he's like, everything's looking up for me, bitches. Mm. And it's like, your sister sister-in-law and nice. a you look. just died. Not a good like, look. Like, not a good look. The king commands Daemon to return to his wife in Runestone, but they have, like, a really interesting conversation where, like, Viserys is like, all I've ever done is, like, defend you, like, no one here likes you. And like he sh- you should have been by my side and you should have been by Ranira's side, but instead you celebrated my nef- like you celebrated my son's death and Damon seems mad that Viserys he's like, You never asked me to be your hand and you always sent me away, but I just wanted to be by your side and he's like, I would protect you from yourself. You're weak, and that council of leeches knows it. They all prey mm-hmm. on you for their own ends. And I don't think that Damon's wrong. I think he's making a good point.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think nothing he says now is really going to fix what the king at least thinks he said. So that maybe would have been a good point to bring up like a different day. <laughs> like before this happened. But I do think that there's truth to what he said. It does kind of seem like the is like can be easily manipulated by like those around him. I don't necessarily believe that Damon would be his like protector. Like I think Damon would look out for his own interests. Just as much as his brothers, you know. But maybe more so, look out for his brother than like these other well, people even, for sure.
2: Not even like his brother, but like House Targaryen. Sure, this is our legacy. Right, is... right. I'll stand up for our family. Our what is he... he says it. He says our blood is thick. Or he said yeah something to
1: that. Effect. Blood is thick. Or something.
2: Targaryen <laughs> blood is thick, brother. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah, so they basically. I feel like Viserys has good points and Damon has good points, but like the fight is not really resolved. Yeah, only time will tell with some of this, yeah. I feel like. So he's basically like, get the fuck out. Like, was, go back to the veil.
2: Wasn't that your favorite scene where those two people were in the middle of the. <laughs> and they were just like. They're in
1: the middle of doggy style. <laughs> and they just... <laughs> they just stop and
2: look. Like, was he they just still. Going? Like, was he just.
1: <laughs> they just had. They're like on a stage with like a spotlight on them. Basically. See, on the
2: laptop, I could barely see it. And then when I rewatched, they're just like. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: <Damon? laughs> Oh, that was funny. <laughs> like, Dave's giving a speech. All right. Pause. <laughs> oh, that was wild. <laughs> also, I keep hearing everyone talk about there's like a. Some kid who throws up during the tournament, like who's yeah, like working. Yeah. And everyone talks about that being like so gross or like just keeps ho- I don't know why they talk about it. Like it's such like a throwaway moment. But <laughs> they like the it's grossest like thing seconds. that happened was Allison picking her nails and that one squire throwing up. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. The nail thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. So basically, Viserys has decided that Rhaenyra will be his heir because basically David pissed him off. This is what it seems like. Um, so he called, I feel like it's like that thing where like, He calls her to basically visit the bones of his old dragon, which I didn't know that it was his old dragon. I learned this from the Ringer podcast. Mm. Basically, the bones of the dragon that he used to ride, and he doesn't ride any other dragons after his dragon dies. Mm -hmm. So, like, he doesn't ride anymore.
2: His dragon was Balerion? Apparently. Oh.
1: So, that's what the podcast said, and I trust them. Okay. But basically, he calls her down, and he's like, You know, I've always thought... (laughs) That you should be the queen. And she's like, What?
0: Like <laughs> I thought you wanted to feel I like, we just, like suits yeah. yesterday. I
1: feel like he just like back and he's like, I've always envisioned <laughs> like I don't know. That's that's the tone. But um anyway, so he calls that her. That could be true. No, it's not. <laughs> um, so I said he calls her to visit the carcass of his old dragon and gives her a talk. He asks her what she sees when she looks at Balerian, his dragon. Again, I hope I'm right about that. Yep. Um, And she says, I suppose I see us. And I think he says something like, tell me more. And she's like, everyone says the Targaryens are closer to gods than to men. But they say that because of our dragons. Without them, we're just like everyone else. (laughs) For some reason, that really made me think of like people magazines that say like when celebrities, like (laughs) picture celebrities saying like they're just like us. Uh (laughs) For some reason, that's where my mind went when she (laughs) said that. But I thought that was interesting because it's like this whole conversation is very self-aware like her and her dad are very aware that like their dragons are what give them power but like their dragons aren't something they can actually control so basically he says that dragons are a power that men never should have trifled with and that one and one that brought valeria to its doom and that any targaryen king or queen must know this and at queen renera perks up because i think he's like any king should know this and then he's like or queen and she's like huh and then Rhaenyra, he tells her that he believes she's supposed to wear the crown. Which I'm like, I think her and I are like, I think that's a new thought that you had. Because I don't think that's right something you've always believed.
0: But what's your motive here right now? Yeah, what I would your be motive is her, like, her, like,
1: you're all that's left. Things have changed. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of cuts between Rhaenyra being sworn in as heir. And then Viserys and Rhaenyra talking in front of the dragon skull. Sarah says that the Iron Throne is the most dangerous scene in the realm, and then, like while this is going on, we also see Damon and, as I call her, his side chick, get getting on Caraxes, 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 um, and flying off to the Vale. We assume, and
2: probably not true.
1: They don't. You don't think they're going there?
2: He would. He's bringing his side
0: side piece his to Goumar. the he would honestly he would
2: Bringing his
0: Guma
2: to the veil vale, <laughs> 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 okay okay
1: so he says Aegon foresaw the end of the world of men Viserys tells Rhaenyra about the song of ice and fire so basically he says there was to be brought on a terrible winter in order to stop the long winter from destroying the world of men the entire world of Westeros must be united and a, Tar- and a Targaryen must be seated on the throne King or queen, the secret has been passed from king to heir, like ever since Aegon had that vision, and that she has to promise to keep the secret and protect it. And it ends on a shot of Rhaenyra as she's sworn in, and you hear a dragon screech at as the screen goes dark, and that's the end of episode one.
0: Any I like it now more that we've recapped it and like really, like dug into kind of some of yeah. the things that happened, but. I didn't have a really strong reaction after we watched it. I think part I of that either. is because it was on the computer and I didn't see half the shit that was happening. Yeah. So I definitely... I think you fell asleep. No, no, no. No, was, <laughs> no, no. Never no. She was sleeping. on Facebook a No, I... <laughs> and, like, I re it and that helped. But I think watching it on a big screen, like you said, is the way to go. I'm going to have to figure that out. Yeah, but this is this is kind of prepping you, like you said, for the for the season. Well, it's so come. there's nothing ex- like overly exciting. I mean, the dragons were amazing, the mm-hmm. graphics were great. Yeah, and I'm very pleased that you know she was sworn in as heir at the end. Yeah, and I think that I watched it twice, and
1: I liked it a lot more the second time, and I was paying a lot more attention. I think Me the second too. time, and I felt very meh after we watched it like the, the first, first time. time. Um, so I totally understand that feeling.
2: But I actually, my view of Daenerys Jr.
1: <laughs> Rhaenyra.
2: Rhaenyra. It actually changed with the second watching. Okay. The second watching, I, I kind of viewed her as this spoiled princess who who never had any responsibilities and knew she would never get any responsibilities just because of her gender.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And she was just...
0: Happily yeah, like, playing Great Carol. job, uncle. Like... <laughs>
2: Right. Kind of a, I don't know, a character without a lot of depth. Sure. And then she goes down and has that conversation with her dad. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like she knows more than maybe
1: she's... You thought at first.
2: Yeah, or letting on. Like, maybe she's putting up the a facade
1: mm-hmm.
2: of the... whatever. I don't care. Or like
1: shit actually is getting real, so she's
2: like, "Wouldn't oh.
0: you have to put up a facade if you were, however old she was, and you always yeah, knew that you would never be there because you were a woman?" It I mean, was kind of like you have to you pretend care. that you don't care, yeah, because
1: otherwise it hurts too much that you're passed over. You're gonna be passed yeah. over,
2: but but also she's a teenage girl, so she's. What do you? She's like, I, do
0: like do you mean by cute. That? I like I like cute night. What do you mean I like by that?
2: Cute knights and I'll give them my favor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not her accent. Good
2: job, uncle. You beat that guy's skull in.
0: <laughs> Shut like up. It. Please leave.
2: <laughs> We're Targaryens. We do that. Whatever. So, like, yeah, I guess it would make sense.
1: I wrote, does do I like anyone no, yet? No, no. no. Do I see that changing? Not really. No. The Starks are so important to Game of Thrones because they are them. like our hometown underdog heroes mm-hmm. that we basically always root for. The Targaryens kind of suck. Um, and. I think that's really that was really hard in the first episode to not feel like I had someone to root for. Yeah, yeah. And I oh, I have a really good quote from Joanna Robinson from that ringer episode that she like laid out exactly kind of what I'm saying. She said, House of the Dragon is a story about all morally great characters and you are not gonna have a person, one person that is gonna be really easy for you to root for. Mm -hmm. And in that way it's much more challenging than thrones that um, can throw someone like scrappy Arya in front of you and you're just sort of like, you have my heart and loyalty, I'll follow you to wherever you go. It's going to challenge you and ask you to care for like the Jamie and Cersei
0: Lannisters. Uh, there, No, there's got to be... <laughs> well, think about like... You're in denial. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be more characters coming. Side characters. That I can care about. I mean, t- like a Tyrion or... Tyrion? Did you just say tyrnin"? Tyrion. You... Sorry. <laughs> I have a friend who just had a baby named Tyrannan. um Like a Tyrion, Tyrion. Lannister. Tyrion. <laughs> okay. Like, I need someone. I can't great. just. He's
2: so great. I
0: mean, like, he made that show, so, like, totally. we need someone. Like, yes, our And he wasn't a perfect character either. He, no. he did I something. mean, he was a Lannister.
1: Remember when he, he killed. He murdered Shay and, he his, murdered Shay and his dad.
0: <laughs> that was
1: hella bad. Spoilers. Um, just... Oh, just
2: kidding. Well, yeah.
1: I was going to say. Oh. Okay, so in front of the queen who never was, so sorry, I don't know her name, and Lord Corliss, they're married.
2: They have two kids. They
1: have two kids. They were sitting in front of them at the tournament.
2: One's a boy, one's a girl.
1: One's a boy, one's a girl. We saw at one point, like, the girl got scared and, like, grabbed her brother's hand, and they, like, zoomed in on that, and I was like, is that supposed to matter? I don't know. But I was like, maybe we have hope that one of those two or both of those two will be interesting, like, likable characters, Mm. like, in the future, because we're going to cut ahead in time. So, maybe their older versions of them will be important or maybe likable in some way. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my hope because I think that family to me is a lot more likable so far than like everyone else. What and about even Rhaenyra? She's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel strongly about her at the moment. I don't Do you? I feel for her, but I don't. Yeah, no, I'm not like on board with her train, on board her train quite yet. But I'm hoping to I be. I think it could I'm happen. happen to be. Yeah.
2: I hope the scale of all this and the stakes are going to get higher.
1: But I also don't think they need to get... They're obviously never going to get to the level of stakes that Thrones got to. I think that's okay.
2: Well, if it's a Targaryen civil war...
1: Then maybe it could. And
2: they have ten dragons still. Maybe the number's gone down. But if that many people... Because where are, where are these other dragons? Are they in different. Oh, remember cousin. They lock um, them up. Cousin Eggmanius is over in.
0: Well, each dragon the vale has to have and, a person, right? Right. So, yeah, that's interesting.
2: So, what um, I'm saying is if it's a civil war with Targaryens, there could be other Targaryens, I don't know,
0: that they have dragons. That have a
2: claim to the throne and have a dragon. Well, I'm their third cousin.
0: But why wouldn't they be at this? like this jousting event with the sun being there and stuff
2: that is a good point they're busy i saw i heard some theory that Damon is the night king Um, because they look similar or something they both have this like browed ridge you know like the prominent brow ridge that's kind of cool it's a thought it's It's a a targaryen
0: becoming the night king
2: We know nothing about the Night King. That's what the last season of Game of Thrones did to us. They didn't Mm. explain anything. Oh. Here comes the Night King. Oh,
1: Uh, here comes uh, uh, Game of Thrones discussion. (laughs) Oh yeah, sorry. Um (laughs) I I did note, like, I feel like I should like the Targaryens more because they're like a magical family. Like, I don't remember her name, but they were saying that like one of the Targaryens had a vision that like is it Valeria was gonna go down? Yep. And so she got the, all the Targaryens out of there and they, like, survived. And so, like, mm. it seems They're like... like witches. Yeah, it seems like the Tar... Like, Rhaenyra is like, oh, we're not special without the dragons, but it kind of seems like they are special mm. without the dragons, too. And that, like, should be interesting. You don't think so? No, How I was you- just
2: thinking, does that mean anyone could, if you raised a dragon from birth, anyone could have a...
1: I don't think so. That's cat? the thing, uh. too, because uh, Targaryens, like, like they like Daenerys like hold her hand over feet, fire,
2: resistance. fire,
1: and she didn't have any problems, which makes me think they're specifically made to. They're a magical bloodline. Yes, but True. still,
0: if there weren't dragons, they it wouldn't, wouldn't be have power. as powerful. Yeah,
1: yeah, but I still I think that there's there is magic in their blood. I feel like,
0: yeah, I don't think that's up for debate.
2: Oh, and also I read something that said the reason that Daenerys survived the fire. Was because of that witch, something that witch did to her. Not because Ms. Misran, or remember the one that couldn't. She cursed oh, that her. That she tricked. She cursed her. So like maybe as a as a byproduct of the curse, hmm. her fire resistance became fire imperviousness. I don't know. I, it, hmm. it wasn't because she was Targaryen, because Targaryens have a natural resistance. But like if you lit them on fire, they would. Oh. burned to death
1: oh
2: but because of that witch that's how she got that interesting power. i know which i'd never heard before and i don't really it doesn't have i don't buy it i don't know it could be bought but...
1: yeah i mean i'm uh, i i was gonna say it doesn't really matter but i guess now that we're like a ter- we're focus on a tar- targaryen story it maybe kind of does because it's like are they that impervious to fire or was that just like a one-time thing where a witch got involved
0: right um but so and obviously that witch was not targaryen so other people can have magic as well
1: oh 100 i don't think that's ever up for debate or maybe it is i feel like other people for sure can but i i do think her saying like we're not special without our dragons i don't think that's really true i think they are special without oh. them as well oh. but i get what she's saying that's why they have power that they do Not because they couldn't, I mean, the fact that that one lady could see the future and saved them, like, obviously that was important to them being in power as well, or they'd all be dead, but (laughs) not quite as impressive as ten dragons under their control. Agreed. I said it seems like there was only white men on the inside the episode, which is kind of disappointing, Um, but let's not, you know, dwell on that. Um, I'm just hoping they have female and people of color writers in the Ugh, white men doubt it in the background of the show, like All as right. writers. And we'll just mute Teddy for this part. Don't worry. Um, you, can, you just <laughs> edit this out. I want to shout out. Oh,
2: that is disappointing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, you would think like certain amount of things they can learn from that they didn't, right. That they didn't do well. I think women and people of color. In Game of Thrones, did it get the best, not always the best representation <laughs> or like the best choices made? For sure. So, hopefully, I was, I guess I was hoping that they would get some more people behind the scenes and in front of the camera to kind of make up for
0: those mistakes. And I'm not sure that that's. Well, if the scene with the council where the one black guy is being. Patronized and like ignored the entire time is any indication of the show but itself. He might
2: grow to be the, the, the moral compass of the whole, sh- the whole show, the whole—I mean—council, obviously. Right. But the whole show kind of like Ned Stark was until
1: he wasn't giving me Ned Stark vibes. I want—I want someone to give me those vibes, though.
2: I could see myself rooting for him.
1: I could too. It would never be the same in terms of like no. as much as no. i rooted for the starks but but why not ted? Well hey,
2: why, why can't that we become have that? a new family? You're talking about his kids. They aren't as likable but and a wife with a legitimate claim.
0: Yeah, we don't know much about her. No. But i wanted to
1: shout out Jeff Ames uh, his recap on comingsoon.net for assisting me in my recap. Um, I watched it and i took notes, but i also got some help from that, so i wanted to shout him out. Thanks Matt. His name's Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. (laughs) So we're doing one final segment where we talk about what has enchanted us this week. I'll just say last weekend I watched a horror movie called The Black Phone, and it was with Ethan Hawke, and it was really scary but really good, and it kind of combines, like, paranormal with, like, serial killer crime type of genres that combines those two, and it's, like, a survival story of this young boy, and it was really good. And then I also watched a movie called Not Okay, I believe, and it's Zoe Deutsch and um, Dylan O'Brien and some other people, and it was a lot better than it was advertised. I thought the trailer didn't really show how, like, it actually addressed real, like, issues in our country right now, and it was actually kind of an interesting, thought-provoking movie. So I would recommend both of those. What was the last oh. one? It's called Not Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, those are the two movies I watched last weekend. I'd recommend them.
2: I heard a lot of good things about The Black Phone.
1: I also have Whoops. a review of it on MK Recommends It. Check it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. Um, I'm yeah, going to shout out.
1: It. You listened to it? Mm-hmm. You mean you read it?
2: yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: it was a blog <laughs> 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 oh, oh, so no. supportive I um him. <laughs> i'm gonna shout out the bear i'm a little behind because i feel like it was trending like last week but it's amazing the bear on hulu with jeremy allen white as like a gourmet chef um, whose brother kills himself and leaves him his family restaurant and basically he has to like go back to Chicago from New York and revive this kind of shitty hole-in-the-wall sandwich restaurant in Chicago. It's so good.
1: I want to watch it, but I haven't yet.
0: It's super... Um, it made me miss working in restaurants, surprisingly, even Ooh, though it's, like, intense and terrible. Heard. But there's, like... I don't know. There's... I've
1: heard that people can't watch it because it's too realistic to what it's like to well, work Well, I in a was
0: restaurant. never a chef, sure. you know, so that that's, like, different. But I I enjoyed working in that environment where it's really high intensity and you're like oh on your feet the whole time and you're never bored and you're you know it's always something to do so Mm -hmm. but anyways i just think everyone did really well in it and highly highly recommend i watched the final episode two times because it was just so good
1: jeremy allen white yeah can get
0: it from um from shameless Shameless, from flawless from shameless (laughs)
1: He can get it. He can get it. He can get
0: it. it. (laughs) He's amazing. And the girl in it, um, I don't know how to pronounce her name. The girl, Sydney, in the show, she does wonderful, too. I mean, just everyone is great. Highly, highly recommend 10 out of 10. Todd, do you have anything?
2: So I tried to watch um, Men in Black, the the original.
1: Uh Uh-huh. You've never seen it?
2: Oh, yeah, I have. Oh, okay. Long time ago. I don't
1: Why'd you just try to watch it?
2: Because I, cause I got to the end and I just turned it off. Because <laughs> mm. I didn't really care anymore. <laughs> but good gimmicks. good. Sp-
1: Whatever happened to Tommy Lee? Did he I retire? He, what did happen to him? <laughs> he's got to be very old. Super old. But like a lot alive. older than Harrison Ford. Like I'm picturing well, like. Harrison Ford yeah, but isn't doing much either. either. I mean he's doing more than Tommy Lee.
2: But like Tommy Lee. You don't know that. Like his wrinkles in Men in Black, he already like had all crazy his wrinkles. Body, face. I mean, so like now so they're good. probably just like his. His face is just
1: wrinkles. We should check out. He's like a little enough. pug. Yeah, he's a little pug.
2: So anyway, that movie was like it was like I don't know. It was weird watching Will Smith after.
1: Yeah,
2: everything. Really.
1: There's a bad taste in your mouth.
2: Yeah. Uh, the like. bad guy. He's from Law and Order CI. What was what's his name? Anthony schmarmuchi. Looking
0: at
2: you. I don't know. No, it's not Anthony's.
0: What are uh, you talking about?
2: The guy from um Law & Order CI. That's a thing? Are
0: you talking not uh, CSI? No. Nope. CSI Miami. Criminal oh, criminal intent. Intent. oh, Vincent Donfrio? Yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. He is he's good in that. And um what else? I Have you guys seen The Mitchells versus the Machines? Never heard of it. You haven't?
1: Is it anime? Oh my
2: god. No, no, it was up for the Academy Award for Best Animated Movie. It's oh, a it's Netflix a movie. original movie uh, about a. Uh, smart, uh, so, so the next.
1: I just the, want to note uh, that Libby just be, checked be, the clock. I mean, we're gonna be here okay. all I'll be right night. Okay, okay, I'll be right oh my god! I didn't. <laughs> I didn't do that. She, she just, just.
2: She said, "I need to get out of here." Slap her drink over.
1: Libby's throwing her drink.
2: Okay, I'll be really quick. So, the next evolution of smartphones is what personal robots, right? We're all have our own personal robot. So in this show, personal robots take over, and there's this family of like misfits who like save the day. Blah blah. Oh, that
1: blah. does sound familiar.
2: I watched it with my students. It's
1: mm-hmm. uh-huh. like
2: a movie day. It's whatever. not. It was
1: a. It, to me, it seemed like a kids thing. So I was like, yeah, not no, not in. Them. You know.
2: I just like was like openly like weeping. <laughs> but I wasn't making any noise. So yeah. Like when I cry during like a movie like that, I'll just, it's like, just, just, like streaming. And just, like, shaming. Just like, every tear once in a while, I'll be like, down your I'll just, be like, brushing them off. And the kids are like, we will be like, come by me and be like, why are you, I, I just, you know.
1: Why are you leaking?
2: I'd be like, no. They're like, are you crying? No. I
1: have something in my eye.
2: Something in both my eyes. <laughs> the or, There's like lots of dust in or there. I have, uh, what is it? You know, like, after you yawn.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Your, eyes kind of oh, yeah, your nose runs.
0: Your, your eyes water. Yeah. So it was I that. Had to leave a it was good. Cause and just like were so you
1: just like in the bathroom sobbing and then you came back? Or no, I
2: was just doing the same thing, walking around the hallways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah.
0: crying. Just
1: Talking
2: but like silently. Why sure, were you crying sure, so sure.
0: much? Cause you wanted your own robot?
2: No, because I like even now I'm getting choked. <laughs> oh, up. Geez. it's good. Oh. He's
1: crying, you guys. It's hashtag really real men cry. It's really good. Hashtag real men cry. <laughs> it's like. That's what we're here for. The daughter's
2: like, I never had any friends that, uh, and she's just adult doesn't in the movie, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the dad and daughter, it makes you think about, like, your own kids and you yeah, um, yeah. don't have them.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your future kids. Right. Yeah.
0: Anyway, it's good.
1: Well, right. I mean, damn.
0: Can my kids watch it or no? Yeah.
2: Okay. Better than Hunchback of Notre Dame, which I made them watch. (laughs) There may be some traumatizing. I wouldn't have
0: approved that (laughs) choice. There
1: may be some trauma that results from that.
2: They were into it. They loved it. (laughs) They were like, kill the gypsy.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Awful, awful movie. That
1: was the message they took (laughs) away from
0: it. And that's it for this episode of Sisters Who Saga. And remember... Forest. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Yeah, there's
2: going to be a lot of editing to be done in this episode, I think.
0: Yeah, cut it in half. It's pretty cut it in
2: half. It's a pretty <laughs> long episode. I
1: don't know. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Sister Susaga wherever you listen to podcasts.